Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. So we did this segment for football, but it's coming back in the basketball season now. It's contender or pretender, and we will start with the Rockets. Jacob, are the Rockets title contenders or just pretenders? Pretenders. Here's why. I'm a Rockets fan, and I think that they're a great team, but there's no way they can win a title with how inconsistent they are. James Harden is shows the most flashes ever, has 60-point games, and then we'll go for, like, they will have, like, one of the worst shooting nights in the history of the NBA. Russell Westbrook is playing well, but I think in the playoffs, when they play great teams and they have to win a seven-game series, one of those games, or two of those games, the Rockets will end up losing the game because James Harden goes cold, and that is their team. And especially especially since they trade away Clint Capella, and their, their team is very short. And I think once they go up a team with a very tall, good center, I don't think the Rockets can beat them. So I definitely think the Rockets are pretenders. So I'm going to disagree. You said that you think they're not contenders because they're too reliant on James Harden. But if you look at the, the recent games, and especially these past few weeks, Harden's been in kind of a slump, and the Rockets haven't been terrible. They've won more than half of their games. Russell Westbrook has really showed up. He's played like a first-team All-NBA player these past few weeks. He's been one of the best players in the league, while Harden has been struggling. So because of that, because they're less reliant on Harden than they were last year, I think this Rockets team has a real chance to compete. Now, are they going to win the finals? I'm not sure. I still think there are a lot of other teams better than them. But this team has a lot of talent. It has two legitimate superstars. And it has proved that when Harden goes cold, because we all know it's going to happen every single year, Harden in the playoffs, he struggles at some point. He's going to have one or two games where he's just terrible. They have proved that in those games, Russell Westbrook and the rest of that team can get up and they can help the Rockets get those crucial Ws, even when Harden's struggling. I think the Rockets are pretenders, and I think it comes down to just Harden and Westbrook are not efficient enough to be effective in the playoffs. Now, they're going to get points, and I think they're going to be able to – they have enough talent to be able to take a good team six or seven games. But I think when you run up to a team like the Clippers where you have Kawhi, Kawhi is so efficient, he's going to come down and get you an easy two almost every time. The problem with the Rockets is they'll go off on the stretches, big leads. Everybody will get hot. They'll start draining threes. And then when you get to the fourth, when things start to clamp up, you're going to go cold. You're not going to be able to get a bucket from either Westbrook, who really relies on transition buckets, and that closes down in the fourth. And Harden, who we've seen time and time again, has gone cold. And so I think the Rockets, when you when that happens, you have to rely on your defense. And clearly, the Rockets are not a great defensive team, especially now losing Capella, probably even worse at the rim. And so I don't mind the small lineup. I just mind it if you can't play defense, and I don't think the Rockets play any good defense at all. See, the Rockets, they can be contenders just because of how explosive their uh, starters are. Russell Westbrook and James Harden, if both of them get hot at the right time, they can go up against any team in the league and blow them out. Like, we have two of the best offensive players in the league, and we have Mike D'Antoni, one of the best offensive coaches. And if we just get hot at the right time, they can beat anyone. And that's why I think they can be a contender, but if they're not – hot they don't play good defense and the bench isn't great so i just think it's all about if they're hot when the playoffs come around yeah for me i view them as pretenders i don't really see this team getting past 
the conference finals. If, I, I think they may have a shot to make it, but I don't see them getting past it at all, mainly for, as the aforementioned, defensive struggles. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, obviously not known as a defensive coach, just more for the, the deep ball, revolutionizing the three and the importance of it. And the inconsistencies that we've mentioned, although they have high ups in the playoffs, you you cannot afford to have low lows. And that's what the Houston Rockets have, especially in James, James Harden. And playoff James Harden is pretty infamous, and I don't think he'll be able to escape it um, like he hasn't been able to in the past years. And there's also two teams in L.A., which I, are pretty big contenders, and so I don't see the Rockets as a contender. So I think the Rockets' contender status depends on two pieces not named James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Isaiah Hartenstein is the new big that they've called up from the G League to replace Capella. If he blossoms into a key player who can play good defense at the rim, I mean, he's seven feet easily. If he blossoms into a good defensive center, then they can take on the likes of Anthony Davis or other bigs in the playoffs. The other piece is Eric Gordon. He will be the one who, when Harden slumps in the playoffs, he is going to have to carry a good amount of the load. He Recently, he went off for 50, but sometimes he can go ice cold from three. If Eric Gordon is playing good basketball when the playoffs come around, I think he can pick up some of Harden's slack and turn this team into real contenders. However, if they don't blossom and they don't perform this year, I think the Rockets will be stuck with an early exit. Our next team is from the East. It is the Raptors. They have been on a 14-game win streak recently. And the question now is, are they contenders? Or without Kawhi, are they the pretenders? So I think what a lot of people forget, which is a little bit of a big deal, they won the championship last year. And I understand they had Kawhi Leonard. But one player is not going to – I know it's Kawhi, but one player with all the talent the Raptors have will not change them from a championship winner to a bad team. The Raptors are playing out of their minds, and I think that they're proving the haters wrong that said that without Kawhi, they wouldn't be able to do anything. So I definitely think the Raptors are contenders, and I think they're definitely the second-best team in the East after the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Raptors, they don't have any superstar who is like going to completely carry their team and elevate them past the elite teams in the East, like the Bucks. However, they're just such a good all-around team. They play for one another. They're coached excellently by the Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, yes. And he's one of the best coaches in the league. He probably should have won Coach of the Year last year. And just Pascal Siakam has really blossomed into a star. He made his first all-star team. Fred Van Fleet playing really well. Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol really hold down the paint. So they just have a lot of really solid players who can come together and come playoff time. I think they may be able to make another run like they did last year. I completely agree. I think the Raptors have great experience. They know what it takes to win as a unit. They play as a team. And teams that really play together, they don't rely on individual stars, are very dangerous because... They don't have to play through one person like the, uh, the Rockets might do, have to do. And if that person gets cold, they don't have any offense. Whereas the Raptors, they have a lot of different players that can score. Fred Van Fleet is an excellent player. I think he really gives that. He helps them stretch the floor. He's a really good shooter. I also like about the Raptors is that they're very lengthy. They have a lot. Of, Pascal Siakam, of course, is a great defensive player. But they have a lot of length, especially on the wings. And so I think that gives them great defensive players. Yeah, sure. They got a lot of good, solid players, but I think the team 
They just can't win without a big superstar to carry the team to the next level and elevate them. They have all the role players, but they need one guy to elevate their whole team because if they get down late, who are they really going to? Pascal Siakam, he can't really carry this team alone, and I think they just need one superstar, and then they would be a serious contender. I hear your concerns, but uh, to me, the Raptors are a contender, and I think it really comes down to mainly Kyle Lowry or Fred Van Fleet being able to step up in the playoffs. And, you know, whether they can step up or not, I think is the difference of them winning the championship or just getting to the, NA, or getting to the NBA Finals and losing. But I think as Jack mentioned, and maybe Rodrigo touched on, chemistry and, like, being able to work as a collective unit is so important, and that chemistry that they can have, especially having maintaining a the core from last year, besides obviously Kawhi Leonard, is really important to them. And it's a clear advantage that they have over most playoff teams. So, Jacob, you said earlier that one one player cannot change a team. And if I remember correctly, you said previously that LeBron James was a better player than Kawhi Leonard. And look what happened when LeBron left the Cavaliers. Now, clearly this isn't happening to the Raptors. They have a much better core. Not comparable, but um, I think that Kawhi Leonard did turn them from serious contenders, title winners, to a team that will bottom out in the conference finals. I don't see them reaching the finals, and I don't see them contending with the Bucks. even. I really think that that team cannot go up against the Bucks in a seven-game series and have any shot at winning. And because of that, I think they are pretenders. Okay, first off, I said that when I said that I meant the Rock. I didn't mean any team if they lose a player today because I meant the, this Raptors team. Pascal Siak, when the, LeBron left the Cavs, there was no one left. No one. LeBron is also a special case because he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. But when he left the Cavs, there was no one. The coaching situation was a mess. All their players were horrible and they stinked. But... I definitely think it's a very different situation with the Raptors because the Raptors, Kawhi Leonard, as many people have said, as many people have criticized him for, rested when he was on the Raptors. And when they rested, the Raptors still won games, which proved that they can win without Kawhi. Also, the Raptors are not no one without Kawhi Leonard. They have Pascal Siakam, who's one of the greatest young players in the league. As well, they have a pretty good core with Serge Ibaka and many other players who I think are not great players, but they're definitely good players that can make plays when they need to be made in the playoffs. So I agree with all of your points, but I just don't think, I think without Kawhi, I don't see them taking on the Bucks, and that's why I do not have them as contenders. I agree with you that Siakam's great. I agree with you that they have a great young core. We interrupt this segment of the Crunch Time podcast to tell you about our sponsor for this podcast episode, Whataburger. Specifically, the location at Westheimer and Timmins. And when I am watching sports, there's nothing I love more than a good, juicy burger. And Whataburger's got me covered with great burgers at low prices. If you want to try one of their burgers for yourself, go in, buy a burger, and mention that the guys at Crunch Time sent you because you could just wind up with a coupon for a free Whataburger. Now, back to the content. Another great young core for our next team, the 76ers. Great talent, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, um, Tobias Harris even. Great talent on that team, but really underperforming as I think they're either fourth or fifth in the East right now. So are the Sixers 
contenders with all their talent or pretenders with their bad record? All right, so I think the Sixers could be contenders, but as of right now, they're pretenders. Listen, the Sixers have not been looking that great. I think with the talent on their team, they should be able to do much better than they are right now. I Okay, I think they're pretenders in the sense that they were, there's no shot they win the finals. There's no shot they beat the Bucks or the Raptors. But I think that they should be performing to a higher standard than they are right now. I mean, you have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. They're kind of – they look like they're playing – not together in a sense right now. And I definitely think they should be contenders, but they are pretenders. I think the Sixers are totally, totally pretenders. At the start of the year, I thought they would make the finals, but they've just underperformed drastically this year, especially on the road. They have one of the worst road records in the league, and that's going to be a problem if they finish with that fifth or sixty, which it looks like they might based on how they're playing and their record right now. If they have one of those bottom four seeds, then they have they don't, don't have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. So then they have to go on the road where they have struggled a lot this year. And I just look at Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Their games just don't mesh. They're both guys who don't like to shoot the ball a lot. And in the modern day NBA, in order to win, you have to be comfortable shooting the ball. They have not been willing to adapt their games to suit each other. I don't think they can win. And Brett Brown, I don't think he's a very good coach. He doesn't help things at all. So even though they might have a lot of talent, they're kind of the opposite of the Raptors, that their pieces, they don't really fit together, which is why I think they're pretenders. Well, I think the clearly the 76ers are pretenders. I really think it comes down to Joel Embiid feels like he should be your marquee player. He should be your leader. But when you look at them on the floor just playing together, you don't feel like Joel Embiid commands his team, that he's going to lead his team like a Kawhi, like a LeBron might to the finals. He's always complaining or he's always he, – he never has that presence about any – like other superstars have. And I think just another issue is that clearly, like you said, um, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid don't really go well together, even though I think they, they should. I feel like they should play a better pick and roll because I feel like clearly Ben Simmons can't shoot the three – but if they start to get Ben Simmons going more towards the basket and then Joel Embiid options off of that, I feel like they can work better together. But I feel like at the end of the day, the thing that really limits them is Joel Embiid's leadership. I think the thing is here, they have two big stars, Ben Simmons and Embiid. What can neither of them do? Shoot the three ball very well. They just, like, in today's NBA, you want three points, you don't want two points. Get the easy buckets down low. Both of them can do that. Neither of them are really great three-point shooters. You want one guy who can shoot the threes, one guy who can get some easy points down low, and they're just too focused down low, and they can't really shoot threes. And you kind of need to be able to shoot tons of threes in today's NBA where you're going for higher points every single game. On your point on being able to shoot the threes, uh, Embiid and especially Simmons aren't even able to shoot a deep mid-range very consistently, which is a huge problem, especially when you're two, your main focal points. There's only one way, or there's you know, there's only one way that they're gonna, you know, attack you, and so that's it's easier to defend. The inability to stretch the floor is a huge weakness for the 76ers, and it's just a major point where I think they're big pretenders. So to combat that in the playoffs, I think once if once they get to the playoffs, if they have a high seed, they can be contenders because. Coaching doesn't really matter all that much in the playoffs. It's let the players play. You have to win the game. Now, in close situations, I agree with you. That's when the best coaches shine. But 
Um, I think that to get there and to get to those close situations, you need to let the players play. You need to let the talent shine. And the Sixers can definitely do that. Also, Tobias Harris, if he steps up, if he starts shooting more threes, if he starts making threes and deep mid-range shots, they can be true contenders. I see the Sixers as a dark horse team who will make it to the conference finals. And really, they might give the Bucks a very good ride in the playoffs. And so that's why I view them as contenders. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. Signing off for now and saying goodbye, I'm Jack Ringgold.